you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. I am so intrigued by this game on so many levels. So Puka Nakua breaks the NFL rookie receiving record yards. It was cool to see, right? And and the Bill Groman record goes back to 1960 when they played 14 games. So Groman was pretty damn good, by the way. So first, let's let's admit that. Sam Laporta, do we know if he's going to be okay for this game because the rookie tight end has been sensational? Two big things right there with Puka Nakua and how they use him. Laporta on the other end. The, the you know, golf going back, or not golf, but, uh, uh you know, Matthew Stafford right. going back to Detroit. Guys, the Rams, are they the most dangerous team? You know, it's interesting, Carl. Last week, uh, the Rams went up to San Francisco. And if San Francisco, the 49ers put their starting defense on the field. And Carson Wentz went right down the field and threw a touchdown to Puka. And Ron Rivers running, not Kyron Williams, Ron Rivers. They yeah. they blocked the 49ers up. And they they took that opening drive down for a touchdown. I thought it was a statement. Like, they, yes, it's a starting offensive line. But that's what has <clears throat> really turned this thing around is – Steve, you know, Avila at left guard and, you know, uh, Alaric Jackson at left tackle. I mean, those guys, Colton, uh, Coleman Shelton at center, like this, this, that group has come together. Kyron is run for more yards per game than any running back in this league right now. I mean, this is what the season should do. You should improve as the season goes on. What's what good coaching, good coaching does. And that's what we've watched from the Rams. That's why everybody – including probably all of us, believe the Rams are a dangerous team because they're playing their best football when you have to play your best football. Jason, what makes this game yeah. so intriguing for you? Well, look, I, I, I do think that these were two teams in the field that you told me pick pick anybody in the NFC and rank them in terms of having a shot to win in Santa Clara in a championship game. And these would have been the two teams I picked because they have a, a, an offensive balance um, they have enough multiplicity. They they have enough um, in in innovation in how they attack you offensively. That I think they could they could give the 49ers a run for their money in Santa Clara. It just so happens they're going to play in the first playoff game, and obviously only one's going to survive. Um, styles make fights, as they say. Where where I think the rubber hits the road here is Matt Stafford's playing at an MVP level since their bye week, the second half of the season. He's been absolutely sparkling. Um, and we know what they do. They live in 11 personnel, Baldy, and they're doing it more than ever. Like, I think they're 97%. Like, normally for a season, they're 89, 90% in 11 personnel. Since the bye week, they come out, it's 97%. The problem he, is, he, who's the tight end? Who's the joker? Well, who's doing what? No, but see, the, the trick that they do, though, Jason, is, yes, they're in 11 personnel. So Higby's the tight end. They've got their three receivers. Or, or is Puka the tight end, Baldy? Well, that's where I'm going. Is they're an 11 personnel, which Matt, you match up with that defensively. But then their receivers, Puka, Cooper Cup, you know, whoever's yeah. the market, they steal the edges like a tight end. And so it's it's kind of a one of those little hidden gems that McVay believes in. In fact, if you looked at this, there's a great piece out there. Um, I just saw it the other day when they were looking at Puka in the draft third day and there's less need there. And he's, he's showing McVay like 
No, he didn't run fast. But look how fast he plays. And oh, by the way, watch this kid block. And yeah. that's what got McVay excited. Like, yes, I can put him in a slot. I can move him around. But when I need to seal the edge, Jason, to your point, as a tight end, they find ways to block that edge. And they, they, they're they, as crafty as anybody. And it's 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 their secret sauce. Which, what Kyle Shanahan does with running backs and, like, wide receivers, right? So you don't know if Debo really a running back or is Debo really a receiver here. Is, is McCaffrey really a running back here? Is McCaffrey really a wide receiver? McVay does it without the fullback, and he does it with tight ends and wide receivers. Puka Natua could be asked to run a tight end route. He could be asked to block like a tight end. He could be asked to run any any wide receiver route you come up with. And we can, we can win with three or four different guys in the slot. Detroit can't defend the slot. Detroit hasn't been able to defend the slot all year. Detroit doesn't defend the slot against mediocre teams that well, let alone an offense that knows its identity as much as this one and has the element of talent and deception, right? I, I just think that's going to prove to be a problem. Detroit allowed the third most touchdowns in the NFL to 11 personnel. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, Detroit allowed the most touchdowns in the NFL to play action. Detroit's bottom eight in the, in the league in yards per attempt allowed in play action. And then Detroit doesn't defend tight ends very well either, right? Detroit's allowed 11 touchdowns uh, to the slot, right? I mentioned that. And they also don't defend tight ends. Now you got to figure out who is the tight end, who's doing what, and then do we even have the people to really match up with that? Detroit's secondary has been a problem all year. And we love Aiden Hutchinson, but is he going to be a Batman without a Robin in this one? To your point, Baldy, against the top five offensive line. And a quarterback who will just throw it into the ground if he has to to live and fight another day. Yeah. I, I just think that's where this game's going to be won and lost. And I think the Rams are going to score at least one more point than the Lions in this one. And they both might score over 28. We all know who Aaron Donald is, but, but Baldy, Kobe Turner and Byron Young, 16 sacks between these kids, both of them legitimate defensive rookie of the year candidates. That's the part that, that shocks me about this Rams team. It's a great draft. Great draft. The young Bobby Brown on the slot, uh, on the nose. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying it since week four. Give me an analyst that can tell me who all these kids are. But now they're, they're making a name for themselves. But it really, when you watch them, like, and you watch what, you know, Raheem has done defensively. That First of all, they play a lot of snaps. And they've been out there a lot. But they play with great effort. All mm -hmm. of them do. And so it's a great rookie class. Again, um, and you have to get to know them. You have to study them. I mean, they're, they're, they don't look like rookies. They play really, really hard. Uh, Aaron still stirs everything up front with the way they move them around and the double teams that he, you know, still respects. And you have to give, you have to give them the attention. These kids can win their one-on-ones. And, uh, and they do a lot with Byron. You know, he's, a, he's dropping into coverage. He's, he's coming off the edge. He's twisting. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch them, and I'm I'm happy for them because I think their their issues a little bit is still on the edge, in whether it's Witherspoon or yeah. Brian or whoever's out there. I mean, I think they're a little vulnerable out there on the edge, and they have shown that. But the good thing is when you turn the tape on, this group plays hard. They pursue the football. They do what good defenses do. Totally agree, guys. As we uh, talk about the last game, which is Monday, by the way, so we get games. Uh, Saturday, we get game Sunday, and we get a Monday night game, guys. Eagles-Buccaneers. Baldy, the Eagles offense looks broke. 
Am I completely off base here with, with what I'm watching and seeing for at least the last three weeks? I don't even want to go back the last five. What's wrong? And can it be fixed before they play the Buccaneers on Sunday or uh, uh, Monday night? Well, if they throw their analytics chart away and just play football, they can win. I mean, they went to Tampa in week three. They ran for 201 yards. They ran the ball 40 times. You know, against Minnesota the next week on Thursday. So within a span of four days, they they ran it 48 times against Minnesota for 259. They haven't done anything like that since. Like, And so the quarterback is struggling against the blitz. They get blitz. Wink Martindale came after him. Wink just said, he basically said, like, do they prepare for this? Like, they have no hot reads. They have no sight adjustments. The quarterback's job is to, like, find an open receiver. But nobody's adjusting to these pressures. And they're going to get it from Todd Bowles. And what you do against blitzing teams is you run it. That's what they did in Tampa. And, yes, the quarterback threw a couple of interceptions against Tampa, but they kept it on the ground. They played to their strengths. DeAndre Swift had a great game. Yeah. But they they were reluctant to do that. And to me, it's like, well, this is not how you win Super Bowls. Well, if you want to get out of the earth funk and you want to get out of this downward spiral, I think you can run yourself out of this. And I think that would be a good starting point because defensively, it's it's a broken system. All right? but you can you can dictate this game by how you play up front and play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. Jason, they seem reluctant to do it to me. Well, Baldy, they, they better do it, and my under bet on this game better cash because that that is that is their only script. It's an on it's, it, it's and we haven't even mentioned Philadelphia's defense is more broken than the offense. They need to run the ball just to keep their damn defense off the field. Exactly. Because I got news for you, Matt Patricia <laughs> don't have any answers over there. He doesn't have any answers, and he could make Baker Mayfield. They can look. I don't think Baker Mayfield's healthy. Baker Mayfield doesn't have the biggest arm in the world, but he's been throwing two touchdowns a game pretty much the entire second half of the season. Like Godwin in the slot, he might just throw it to Godwin in the slot twenty times and see if the Eagles can ever make that go away. Even if it's just yak baldy, they could matriculate the ball down the field that way. The Eagles and, and the Bucks are a good rush defense, but but Baldy brought it up. They played an under game early this year. And the Eagles ran the hell out of the ball, and they ran the hell out of the ball with the running backs. Hertz got volume in the run game. He didn't do anything special. He just did the push-push when he had to do it to mm-hmm. keep the drives going, third and short, fourth and short. But they established Swift. They let him get up. They let him get up um, a nice sweat, and they stuck with it. And that's what they're going to absolutely positively have to do here. Um, you know, the Bucs are one and five against playoff teams. I think we know the Bucs have some limitations. Um, and, yeah, Philadelphia needs to win time of possession. They need to protect their quarterback with the run game. Uh, and they need to keep their defense off the football field. Uh, the Bucs are 6-2 and two to the under at home this year. The Eagles, 7-2 and two to the under on the road. Uh, I think that's probably the kind of game that it is. Neither quarterback's fully healthy. Um, can, the, can the Eagles defend the slot even a little bit? Um, and yeah, are they content to fight for their season and try to win a game 20 to 17, uh, by rushing the ball collectively 35 or more times? Yeah, I would think that's not a crazy ask, but Baldy, you, you and I both know that that building ain't right right now. And if they start this game poorly, you got coaches looking at who am I getting a job with? Where else? On both, not just on defense, where it's been talking yeah. on offense too, it is not good. And look, 
There's a lot of dysfunction. We saw what happened to right the now. Cardinals. There's, we there's saw a, what happened to the Giants. Like they they need to come together collectively here and decide this is our playoff mantra. We're gonna go back to two years ago. We're gonna go back to the year before we made the Super Bowl. We're gonna have to get nasty in the option game. We're gonna have to have a stick with itness and how we call all these games offensively. This ain't about the this ain't about anything other than holding on to the football and scoring one more point than somebody I, else. I, I, I wonder if Levante David is going to call out the plays before the plays start. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what's going on out there. I mean, it's just that predictable it's in what they're doing. 